Welcome to Sensei Says. I am your host, Joshua Page, and today we are going to talk about 10 black belt qualities that have nothing to do with martial arts and everything to do with martial arts. So it's not about kicking or punching or throwing or grappling or submissions or anything like that today, but we're talking about 10 qualities that you will develop as you work towards your black belt that are going to help you not only on the mat but off the mat as well. And it's qualities that you kind of consistently see across the board on with high-level black belts or high-level competitors or just really solid martial artists. So uh, there's no particular order. There's some that are related. I'm going to try and group together, but we're just going to dive right in. So if you have a pen and a paper, go ahead and grab that and start to write these down and see how you can develop these in your life on and off the mat. So number one uh, quality of a black belt, attention to detail. A black belt understands that details make the difference. You know, everybody in class is doing the drill. You know, half the people are actually doing it correctly. And less than that, like a fourth are doing it with the right details. Those little bitty details that make the difference. Uh, A very small percentage of those people will do it consistently and correctly through the course of the day or the round or, you know, whatever the, the training session is. Because as we get tired, those details start to fade away. So a black belt will keep those details in their mind and make sure they're trying to do those details to the best of their ability. And of course, the, the off the mat, you know, application of that is in school, right? When you're doing your homework or when you're doing a test or doing a project, you know, uh, in the workplace, you know, attention to detail is, is huge. You know, a lot of times we just kind of go through the day, um, with our brain turned off and we're just trying to get whatever work done but those details are really going to make the difference in the quality of the work that we're doing and producing and how we are developing ourselves in our career and in school and of course on the mat so attention to detail i could spend an entire hour talking about how important attention to detail is just an example like a chamber of your kick there's so many tiny details in that kick it's not just picking your foot up and kicking out you know there's a a, a whole series of things we want to make sure we do to make sure the kick actually scores a point or uh, helps defend ourselves, or you know is executed correctly so attention to detail number one number two uh, related to attention to detail is consistency you know making sure that you consistently show up or making sure you consistently do the drill correctly making sure you consistently make good decisions for your training you know consistency is one of those things that will override you know skill and natural talent right we see a lot of people come into the dojo that just have a natural skill or natural aptitude for some of the things we do in class right with those guys and girls that come in that maybe don't have that same natural talent, if they are consistent and they stay, you know, on their grind, they stay working very hard, they catch up to those people that are naturally talented when they're not, you know, working as hard as they should. So you don't have to be the best athlete to be the best martial artist. You just have to be the most consistent. You don't have to be the best or smartest person in your corporation to move up the ladder. You just have to be very, very consistent. Doing consistent good work with attention to detail will make a difference over the long haul. So can you be consistent? Can you be consistent for a long time? And that is what creates black belt. That's what creates success in so many other facets of your life. So number two is consistency moving on to number three um, being positive having a positive attitude and that is difficult especially when we're being consistent over time 
sometimes we start to uh, get a little bit you know bored or, or we kind of get lost in that monotony of our job or our tax task that we're doing a great example is sometimes we like to do uh, okay sometimes I like to have the class do five minute sit-ups and when you're doing five minute sit-ups the first minute you know the attention to detail is there the positivity is there on the fourth minute not so much sometimes so can you stay positive when it's not easy right that's the that's the difference maker i think in a in a black belt mindset and a white belt mindset is uh we're doing something and when it starts to get difficult you know can you stay mentally focused and and stay positive even when your body's hurting or when you want to be done with the drill you know in the in the workplace when you want to be done with the task or you don't want to work with a certain person because you don't get along or whatever it is can you stay positive and can you make the most out of the situation so number 3 is being positive and of course being positive consistent with attention to detail. Uh, number four is honesty. Uh, and that is a big one, right? Uh, a black belt has to be honest, not just with the people around them, you know, even when it's uncomfortable, but honest with themselves, right? Are you giving your best effort? You know, a mentor and a, and a friend of mine, Tom Callos, would always say, um, you know, on a scale of one to 10, you know, where are you? Check in with yourself. Are you a 10? Are you a one? A black belt should be on a 10, right? Uh, are we honestly rating ourselves one through 10? You know, what's my effort? What's my output level? What's my attention to detail right now? And uh, being honest with others. And being honest with others is very difficult because the way that we're honest with others is going to make a big difference in how they perform and how they perceive us, right? If somebody is doing a kick poorly, if you say, hey, that kick really sucks, that's not really being honest because uh, it's just kind of being mean, right? So sometimes we we uh, uh, confuse being honest with being mean. You know, we might ask somebody, hey, on a scale of one to 10, what's your output right now? And let them answer, right? Let them answer. And uh, a lot of times that will be enough to kind of kickstart them back on track, right? Um, but we can have a little bit of constructive criticism too, right? Hey, when you do that kick, you know, I really appreciate your effort. Make sure you bring your knee up a little bit higher before you kick out. That's it's going to make that kick a, a little bit uh, snappy or it's going to make it you know, a little bit more effective when you're sparring, you know, you know, keep up the good work, you know, being honest with your feedback, but being constructive, you know, we always talk about saying something good that the person's doing, then giving that constructive criticism and then sandwiching it with another thing that's really good. So honest, uh, open uh, feedback with ourselves and with other people. And that goes with number five, the ability to keep their ego in check, right? The ability to keep their ego in check. So everybody has an ego. That's how you feel about yourself, right? And sometimes that ego is a little bit inflated. Sometimes that ego is a little bit out of touch with the reality. And we all have that happen in our lives. So how do you keep your ego in check where you keep an honest assessment of how you're doing right you're honest with yourself about your progress and what's going on and the great thing about martial arts is it will check your ego for you right if you've ever been in a sparring match when things were not going your way or you run across somebody whose skill level at the time is on a different level than yours if you're grappling and you get stuck in side control with somebody that's 40 pounds heavier than you for 20 minutes <laughs> your ego will be definitely uh, be in check right so keeping your ego in check is super important a lot of times when we get upset 
about a training partner or about something that happened in a match. You know, that's our ego getting out of control. If you want to see someone's ego get out of control, just go to a martial arts tournament because it's one-on-one competition with someone under a stressful situation with people there and it's being put on YouTube now probably or live streamed or whatever. So sometimes that can... um, really work on people's emotions and you can see some egos get out of check so can you keep your ego in check not when things are going right but when things are going wrong can you stay positive in the face of adversity can you consistently do that and you can can you keep the attention to the details even under duress right even when it's not easy so can you keep your ego in check that ability is definitely a black belt quality uh along with that is uh being kind right it, maybe you did have a difficult tournament and um, you didn't do the you know you didn't perform the way you wanted to or you had a difficult sparring match, different a difficult grappling match and you got smashed for you know the whole session. You know can you still be kind to your training partners? You know can, can you be kind to yourself? Right, that's another big one. Sometimes we'll you know have a bad day on the mat uh, in terms of we had difficult training. Um, and we take it out on ourselves. We say we're not good. We're not going to ever become a black belt or we're never going to be a great competitor or whatever the list uh, of things is that we tell ourselves. But can you be kind to yourself and say, hey, sometimes you're the hammer. Sometimes you're the nail. Today I was the nail. And what did I learn from it? And what can I work on? There should be always be something you can work on. If you walk out of class and say, man, I got smashed today. That's fine. But how is it bringing you forward? You know, you could walk out of class and say, man, I got smashed today. I had a hard time getting out of side control. Um, and that's a, a, got a solution in there, right? It's, it's solution oriented. You could even go further, some more attention to detail. Man, I got smashed today. I got stuck in side control. My opponent kept checking my hip. I had a hard time dealing with that uh, hand, you know, near my hip. So now you've got something you can start to work on. And man, I got smashed today. My partner kept checking my hip. I'm going to work on my shrimping next class, or I'm going to grab that partner, and I'm going to work on just that move for a couple of rounds, nice and slow, and then we're going to ramp up the intensity as I feel more comfortable with it. Or I'm going to ask that partner, how are you checking my hip to keep me from you know, getting out of your side control? We're being kind to ourselves, and we're allowing some space for some uh, progress, right? And another really big indicator that someone has uh, good uh, black quality of kindness is that they treat everyone on the mat with the same respect and and uh, they're helpful and um, just the way they speak to other people I love to watch the uh, kids as they start to get rank in the class when they go from white to gold and gold to orange orange into greens and blues and browns to see how they treat the students that are uh, lower rank than them a lot of times that will be very telling of their character at, at that point Point or the character that they're developing, right? Can you treat the black belts the same way you treat the white belts? Can you treat the instructor the same way you do your friend that takes class with you that goes to school with you, right? That tells a lot about your character, how you show kindness to everyone regardless of rank or position. And of course, off the map, that is a uh, very telling, you know, if you work in a corporation or a business or, you know, anywhere, um, how do you treat all your fellow employees, the person that mops the floor and the person that bought the floor. You know, how do you treat those people? Um, 
regardless of their rank or position, what they could do for you, what you think they can do for you, right? How do you treat everyone? And of course, a black belt quality is we treat everybody the same because everyone deserves the same kindness and respect and everybody's part of the team. You know, there's no piece of the team that is more important than the other. Everybody has their part to play. So make sure you're showing that kindness on and off the mat especially our kids at school you know you're treating everyone in the class the same because you're all in the same class it doesn't matter what kind of car your parents drive or what kind of clothes you have on or if you're making a's or you're not making a's it is important to treat everybody with that same kind of respect um Number seven, and it goes along with being kind to people, even when the instructors aren't looking, right? Uh, trustworthy. Can you be giving a task and trusted to do it, right? This is huge. Do I have to uh, have my eyes on you the whole time you're drilling or the whole time you're working on kata or the whole time you're grappling or the whole time, you know, out of the uh, dojo, you know, does your boss have to have his eyes on you the whole time you're doing the project? They have to constantly intervene. Can you be trusted to do something independently or with a group when your instructor, your boss, your teacher is not directly hovering over you, making sure you do every single thing right? You know, can you be trusted, right, is a huge thing. You can't be a black belt at our academy unless I can trust you. I can trust you that you are doing the work, right? You're doing the work that you say you're doing. Uh, for our black belt test, you have to log 10,000 push-ups, 10,000 sit-ups, you know, do I trust that you actually did those things or did you just write them down on a sheet? I have to be able to trust you, right? Uh, at school, can you be trusted to do your work without cheating? Can you be trusted to do your test without cheating? Can you be trusted to work in a group? Can you be trusted to be on the playground without bullying somebody? Can you be trusted at home to clean your room when you said you cleaned your room? Or did you push everything under your bed? Can you be trustworthy? That is a black belt quality. Uh, number Eight, and it goes along with trustworthy, can you be trusted, is uh, are you a hard worker? Do you consistently give 100% of your effort? And by the way, 100% of your effort is going to look different 100% of the time. Every class is unique. Every situation is different. But, you know, sometimes you're sore. Sometimes you feel great. Sometimes you got a little injury. If you're a black belt, I'm sure you have a collection. There's a myriad of old injuries that come and rear their head every once in a while. And if you don't, there'll be some new injuries that do the same thing, right? Um, but are you giving consistent hard work? I think I should have stock in the company that makes white athletic tape because I've always got it on something. Ankle, my thumb, my wrist, you know, toe, wherever, right? But I'm always showing up and doing the best I can do consistently. Are you a consistent hard worker? Every time you come into class, there's going to be something that, you know, causes your performance to be a little bit different. But are you giving 100% of what you got? You give what's in the tank when you're there. Same thing at school, same thing in a career, same thing in a relationship. Do you show up and give your best? If you're giving your best consistently, I guarantee your best will consistently get better, right? If you give your best consistently, I guarantee your best will consistently get better. Are you working hard? hard. Number nine, are you loyal to yourself and others around you? You become loyal to yourself by being honest with yourself, by giving hard work every time you come into class, that you are helping the people around you get better, that you're being kind to yourself and the people in your circle and around you and the people that you meet and interact with. 
You're being loyal to others by giving your best, by showing up, by being positive, by being trustworthy, by keeping your ego in check even when it's difficult, by being honest with people instead of lying to people uh, by omission or by being rude or unkind. Are you being uh, a good contributing member of your team at the dojo, of your team at work, of your team at school, of your team at home, your spouse, your loved ones, your brothers, your sisters, whoever, are you being loyal to yourself and others? And of course, we mentioned already is 10, are you being helpful? If we had a a percent, you know, of uh, helpfulness, you know, who's the most helpful? A black belt should be way at the top of that list. Are you helping others? The only way to get to the next level is by bringing other people up to your level, right? Um, when I was coming up in jujitsu, you know, I had just started out and we had a small like a, a club at the academy. Um, and, and basically, you know, we were on the same level, you know, and I would go and get, you know, extra help or train extra to try and raise my level up. And as I raised my level up, I would always try and teach that next group, you know, everything. They didn't have any secrets. I tried to teach them everything I was learning, and we all helped each other get better. So we all raised our level together. And the more helpful I was with um, those students, the better they got. And the better they got, the more they pushed me, and the more I had to go and learn, and the more I had to go and apply myself. You know, and that... uh, that cycle just keeps ramping up, 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 and everybody gets better. Are you helping yourself by doing the things you need to do to get better? Are you helping the others around you to get better? Are you uh, giving them the tools to, to improve, to push you to the next level? You can't get to the next level without having some good training partners. So the more you help your fellow classmates, the better you're going to get. My instructor, Ryan, uh, we used to spar, my goodness, every week we were sparring rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds. And the great thing about that, he was beating me up every time. But at the end, he would say, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. This is what you could do. Try this next time. And he gave me the keys to the castle. Right? This is how. This is the blueprint. How you beat me. This is how you get better. And it was not easy. I, that's the when you know you have a good training partner is when you know the things you need to do, but it's just so difficult to do them because they're so good. Right? That's gonna force you to get better, and they're gonna help you to get better. And when you get there, you tell them what you're doing, right? And then the cycle continues, right? Everybody's helping everyone to improve. So 10 qualities you should possess to become a black belt in your dojo, in your relationships, in your schoolwork, in your career. Number one, attention to detail. Number two, consistency. Number three, be positive or be gone, right? Number four, honesty. Number five, the ability to keep your ego in check. Number six, being kind to yourself and everyone around you. Number seven, being trustworthy to yourself and others. Number eight, consistently being a hard worker, giving 100% of what you got every time, right? Number nine, being loyal to yourself and your training and and being loyal to others and their training. And number 10, just plain being helpful. I hope these help. I hope you are developing these skills on the mat and in your life. And uh, I'll see you guys on the mat soon. Take care.